Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Our dogs are sleeping on the floor, and they are uh, kind of like bookends. Butt to butt. Butt to butt. It's very cute. I took a picture, and I will put it on our socials. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy. I'm Becky Streepy. And this week on the show, we make instant pot Spanish paella. We try Utz Ripple's fried dill pickle chips. And we sip on, sip on Fever Tree's sparkling pink grapefruit. Why is that so funny? I don't know. I don't know. It was just a, it was very scripted. It was. Right. I just wrote it. No, I just mean like the... I get that it's on a script and is therefore scripted. Yeah. But, and we sip on was kind of an editorial way to yeah to demonstrate that we are also having fever tree sparkling pink grapefruit. That was why I felt like I was reading in character at that point. This feels so early talking tofu arguing about the intro. Do you want to do another no. take? Let's do no, another take. I don't want to do, do another, another take. take. I thought it was fun. Do another take. Do another take. Why? I Do another take. Fun. You're going to get in my head if you are noting. I'm not noting. I'm We're enjoying just, this. I thought that was funny. We're getting back to our roots. I thought that was funny. Okay. I think it's funny too. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, wow. put a big old boulder in that momentum. What do you mean? <laughs> I love it. We're getting back to basics. This is where talking tofu got its start with you and me just arguing about the what intro. What do you mean? We don't argue. It wasn't an argument on the intro. I was. I hesitated, and you asked why I hesitated, and I told you. I wasn't even being critical of it. It just surprised me. I know. This is not an argument, though. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Then when you were like, do it again, because that wasn't good, it became an argument. Oh. Because you were like, what you did wasn't usable, do it again. Oh, no, it's usable, but I want to hear another take, just for kicks. But to replace the first take? No. No, That's what I thought you were suggesting. Leave all of this in. Leave it all in. All of it stays. Good. That's less time we have to fill after this. We don't have to fill time. We always hit our mark on time. If anything, we go over. Mm. It feels like it. Dave, how you doing? <laughs> Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streeby. I'm Becky Streeby. This week on the show, we make instant pot Spanish paella. Try Utz Ripple's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, tried dill pickle chips and sip on fever tree sparkling pink grapefruit. It's a real tongue twister again. I yeah. keep giving you the tough ones. All right. All right. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. 
This week on the show, we make instant pot Spanish paella, try Uts, Ripples, fried dill, pickle chips, and we sip on some fever tree sparkling pink grapefruit. That's the news and weather coming up next. Here's Becky Streavy. Nailed it. Dave, you absolutely nailed it. See? I loved it. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm fine. Yeah. Tired now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I wear doing a little work, work this weekend, uh, so we're recording a little bit early, and I uh, got some projects around the house I want to do this weekend. So I'm having an uncharacteristic can of coca-cola to put a little pep in my step yeah a little cherry coke in the morning cherry, it's <gasps> it's, it's not it's, the morning yeah it's the afternoon i couldn't do cherry coke in the morning i would be i would be baby grumbles like by three o'clock my mom had a co-worker who would drink a diet coke like a huge diet coke from the drive-thru every morning yeah. she didn't drink coffee just a huge diet coke to start the day i had a buddy in college who was he didn't drink coffee either. He drank like a huge Mountain Dew in the morning. <gasps> oh no! Yeah. That's I can't even in college. I think that would have had repercussions for it me. It's so good though. It is. It's good. really tasty. How much sugar is in that? Oh gosh! Don't even think about it. You have to. You do. You know how much sugar is in this little guy? This is a little can of Coca Cola, cherry Coca Cola. It's like a seven it's and about, a half ounce. Well, I'm just trying I'll, to help you because I could the, see it. Because right. okay. sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> My segment. <laughs> Seven. You asked how I was doing. <laughs> Seven and a half. You're you're correct. How many milliliters is it though? I don't know. Euclid. <laughs> All right. So it's two hundred and twenty-two. Two hundred and twenty-two yeah. milliliters, everybody. Yeah. Way to go, Copernicus. It has 26 <laughs> grams of sugar. Holy crap, in that little tiny yeah. can? How could you even fit it all in there with the bubbles? Wait, hold on. What's the serving size? One can. Half a can? What? Just kidding. Oh, my God. Gotcha. <laughs> Happy did. Saturday. I believed it. Yeah, I was shocked no. but believed it. This is It's a lot of sugar. Now I don't want to drink this, but I'm going to because it's a little pep in my step. Yeah, drink it. It's fine. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Yeah. It's the freaking weekend. Forget it. Just let that sit. Could you? Yeah. Well, to continue on how I'm doing, yeah, I'm good. We got we got two lamps in our bedroom, and now I feel like uh, I was going to say Huxtables, but yeah, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't feel right. I feel like um, a married couple in a sitcom now. Mm-hmm. We've never had lamps on our end tables that matched each other before, or. At- or ever. The first half. Or even lamps. I always had an end table lamp. Until I got a Kindle, I had an end table lamp because I would read paper books in bed. Mm-hmm. But now I read by the glow of the Kindle. Mm-hmm. And then you fall asleep. With the light with on. The, with the Kindle facing me. Yeah. And then the glow splashes onto my face. Yeah. Yeah. Bedtime notes. I like to read in bed. Yeah. I read for Who quite doesn't? some time. and then, But I read until I p- fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I just I make a little nest so that the book is propped up, yeah. So I can see it, yeah. but I don't have to hold it. Yeah. And then I read in bed in my little nest yeah. until I'm asleep. And then always the next time I the beginning of each evening's reading session is trying to like backtracking a bit mm-hmm. to where I was really asleep, but mm-hmm. still turning the pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which works great when you're awake and then it falls over and splashes on me. Sorry, I can't. Bright, bright in my eyes. Sometimes I turn the other way. Mm-hmm. I also move around a lot and have to re-nest. Poor Dave has to put up with a lot. <laughs> is the point? The nesting takes a long time. 
<laughs> you want to talk about your routine between when you say goodnight to me and when you <laughs> actually are in the bed? Because that's about an hour. It's not. It's like a half hour. Oh, do you really want yeah. me to go through my nighttime routine? Sure. I say goodnight to Dave because I always go to bed before him because I like to sleep. And then I go brush my teeth and then I put lotion on my face. Uh, and then I get in bed and I listen to one of a short list in my, of um, like soothing podcasts, usually like comedy advice. Those are very soothing, like an Ask Rana or an Urgent Care. Those are good like nighttime. They're not going to talk about anything that's going to get me riled up. It's so, just a soothing. Yes. Soothing in subject matter, but not in tone. No. Right. No. Because they're still kind of loud podcasts. This isn't a criticism of the loudness of the podcast, but I'm saying like right, it's right. not like ASMR podcasts. No. You're hearing like guffaws and yeah. like snarks. Yeah. It's not like low right. energy. It's just like the podcast I listen trouble. to. Yeah. I'm not listening to like you're wrong about right. at bedtime mm-hmm. because that is going to get me fired up. But mm-hmm. like a comedy podcast, even though it's high energy, like that mm-hmm. kind of energy I find soothing. Mm-hmm. So that goes on for about... 45 minutes? No, it goes on for 15 to 20 minutes while I play a few puzzle games on my phone. And then (laughs) I curl up with my book. takes about five minutes to make the nest. And then I read in the nest and then um, fall asleep. So It's about a 30 to 45 minute process. What usually happens before this is we're watching TV and I'll be like, do you want to watch another one? And you (laughs) will be like, uh, like, like you're... Playing the role of a rag doll, where you're like, I'm just so tired. I I can I can't keep my eyes open. I just, I think I have to go to bed. I think I have to. And you pick yourself up off, and you give me a kiss good night, and then you shuffle into the back, and then there's a 45 minute routine. I know that's I think- like like vaudevillian in its in its noise. And it's activity and the energy required to to do it. And by the time I get to bed, you're asleep again. But there's just this weird razzle-dazzle gap in between (laughs) when the rag doll leaves the room. It's what my brain needs. I guess so. I think that the the toothbrushing and lotion putting on, which is not optional, kind of it excites you. I know, but I think it like wakes me up just a little bit. Yeah. And then also, you know, you shouldn't be on your phone in bed because that no. blue light keeps yeah. you awake. But I like it, and it's not like it's keeping me up for hours. It's like fifty twenty minutes. It's fine. I like I, it. I find it relaxing. It's a little me time at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I the the fact that. Hey, find what works for you and damn the advice. 100%. I'm on board with that. Across the board. If it works for you, this world is garbage. If you find what works for you, <laughs> that's like, do it. If it's not hurting anybody, do it. The The wall that that hits, though, is when then on the next day, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, I got such a terrible night of sleep last night. Oh, my God. I think those two things might be connected to each other. Oh, well, the tired, but I feel like the bedtime routine part is non-negotiable. If I want to go to bed earlier, I need to start the routine earlier. But then I want to stay up and party with you and watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying the phone light 
you're saying I know they give you advice not to do the phone light thing because they don't want you to they don't want you to be that way the next day. Oh, I see. Those two things are connected. Oh, probably. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to change anything about okay. my routine based on that. Yeah. But, you're digging but in I your heels. You're, yeah. And you're, you're folding your arms, and so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I guess I'm. I'm just ready for. The continued commentary of how tired you are. Oh, I could just not mention it. No, no. I want you to tell me how you're feeling. Yeah. I'll stop trying to help, maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey. What? We got a letter. No, we did This letter came in today. Oh. It came in Two and a half hours ago. Oh. I know. Is it a letter letter? It's a letter letter. Like an email? It's an email. To talkintofupod at gmail.com. Is That's it, talking it, without the G. Is it from a friend of the pod? It's from a friend of the show. Okay. But it's a it's a nice email and it's a wonderful and uh and I'm gonna read it now. I wanna hear from strangers. I know you do. And yet I wanna I wanna I was delighted by get at us. Yes, strangers, we do want to hear from you as well. But friends of the show, we love to hear from you too. I got a sign on my door that says, Strangers Wanted. Seeking Strange. Nope. Or is. <laughs> uh, this, this letter has no intro, but Pamela writes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write us a letter next week. Oh, uh, hi, Pamela. Thanks for your, your letter. No, I can't pull it together and read it. Do you want to read it? Sure. Okay, because I can't stop laughing. I can't look at your face right now and not laugh. Pam, this is, talks about things that you said to her. Pamela. <laughs> Pamela writes. Becky had told me about the incident at the public's deli sandwich counter where a maskless couple put their hands on Dave's cart and also got uncomfortably close to him. However, she had omitted the detail about them, the couple, not Dave, making out in the line, which I only learned from the podcast. This detail added a whole other level to my understanding of the whole bakery incident. This is one of the many things I just love about talking tofu. (laughs) (laughs) David Streepy, you say thank you. Thank you. It's very sweet. (laughs) Becky and Dave's ability to describe everyday activities, shopping, cooking, gardening, painting doors, hanging plants, spilling hot beverages, and so much more, and create a visual in the mind of the listener. (laughs) She goes on. She does. To say. She goes on to say. Cut out some of this laughing. She's going to think we're making. No, I know. It's very sweet of your mom to write us a letter. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's so. It's sweet. very shady of us to present it as a letter. This has nothing to do with your mom. Like your mom did everything right. It's very sweet. It's so good. But for you to be like, we've got a letter. <laughs> Let's dig in the mailbag and see what we've got. Oh, here's one. <laughs> From uh, a Pamela? In, from Florida? <laughs> I truly enjoy the dynamic and banter between Becky and Dave and look forward to each and every episode. I also have to add that Becky's voice and her laugh are simply delightful. Mom. Not because I'm your mom. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> it just is. Dave, your voice is great too. Becky is just lilting and lovely, and I'm sure you'll agree she deserved a shout out. Love you both, Mom. Thanks, Pam. Mom, thank you for the letter. I yeah. love it so much. We are not making fun of you when we're laughing. We're laughing because I just read a letter from my mom on the yeah. podcast. Well, <laughs> yeah. If if you want to write us a letter, write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com. Do it right now. Insult us. Yeah. Just send us a letter. Yeah, we will read it if you insult us. A letter. It's not hard. You text all day long. You could also, if texting is easier, you can send us a message, direct message via Twitter or Instagram, which is basically texting. Sure. It's the same as texting us. It's just I read every one of them and reply. Yeah. Just ask the people who've already done it. I reply to everybody. Yeah. We're that thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glug, glug, glug. That's us. That's why we have a whole drink segment this We're week. strutting around with little pursed lips, looking for every drop we can get. Yep. Seeking strange. pam thank you real real nice i honestly can't believe i left out that detail when i told her the story because it's one of the most egregious details yeah yeah that's my bad yeah they were hot and heavy oh it really does paint a whole different picture of the incident yeah guys don't do that oh no like make out yeah, but not in more the, of that. But not in the grocery store and then touching people's stuff. Don't do that. I think, like, I'm not even going to say don't make out in the grocery store. But don't touch people's stuff then. Okay. No, you know, don't make out in the grocery store unless somehow I'm, you can make out with a mask on. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. But I'm saying in a maskless scenario that we'll never go back to. Correct. You, like, hey, if, if you're a new love... And you're at the grocery store together, and you're over by the greeting cards, and you're going to get a little little quick nookie? Go for it. Do sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Who am I to take that away from you? Find love. I agree. Do you, you disagree? <laughs> I don't know. Keep your mask on, though, guys. Keep your mask on. Don't grope. It's a pandemic. Don't grope. I'd rather you grope because at uh, least you can do uh, that with a mask on. Right. I'm saying in a maskless scenario oh i'd so rather past- see a quick make out than a grope <laughs> i don't want to watch people grope at each other well, i mean <laughs> i don't think i might really care either way i just don't <laughs> want your germs keep your germs away from me and from dave and so on it's funny on uh tv shows when there's the kiss and sometimes they overact the kiss and you'll see like the tongues out when they when the heads change position mm-hmm. and like the tongues are in each other's mouths and you're like wow they're really going for it these <laughs> actors anyway <laughs> there's one in total recall where that happens where michael oh. ironside and sharon stone share a long passionate kiss and there's like a point where they turn their heads a, a certain way and all you see in the shot are like the two tongues oh. <laughs> for some reason that brought to mind during pressure luck the little, um, that one little podium person, mm. that it, that that unintended thing that you're seeing in the shot. Yeah, go on. So in Pressure Luck, a game show that we love to watch. Yeah, the new Pressure Luck. I mean, we enjoy the old one. The old one, but the new one is next level. It's Elizabeth great. Banks nailed it. Oh, Elizabeth Banks. She clearly loves Pressure Luck, and um, it's just a great show. But the way the podium is set up, it's got like these little squares underneath it. They're like decorative and there's an audience behind each 
behind the podiums. And one of the squares just perfectly frames the face of one audience member. And once you see it, it's all you can see. And that audience member has no idea. So like no. the one we were watching, they were eating snacks. Yeah. Like digging around in their purse. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling out snacks and eating them oh. all in a perfect frame. And it's like, do you know when you buy that ticket and you sit down that you're in the frame seat? No, absolutely they tell not. You. No, they probably don't know. They do know. The producers? They could slide a piece of frosted glass into that square and fix this problem. They know that 1C is a podium or a frame seat. Yeah. They know that 1Q is a frame seat. Yeah. All it takes is a producer to walk by the... It's like the exit row on an airplane. To walk by and be like, are you comfortable being in the frame seat? (laughs) You're going to be on camera. Everyone will see you. Right. Do not be digging snacks out of your purse. Or d- dig snacks out of your purse. Again, if you found this. Yeah, I guess if you do if what you want, but you. everyone's going to see you. Yeah. I just felt bad for that one woman because she was really just like clearly had come straight from work and was like eating a purse dinner. Yeah, she's having a bad time. She was like just at her purse cashews trying to make it through this episode. She was like rolling her eyes at one point. Mm-hmm. Like jingling her keys. Yeah. What were you saying about that though? Oh, the tongues up? thing reminds me of that because it's like an unintended oh. focal point. I oh. don't know why it brought me to press your luck, but it did. Yeah. Yeah. You're always talking about press your luck when things get intimate. Really? No. What? No. I don't know. I do talk about press your luck a lot. You do say no whammies a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and stop. <laughs> <laughs> You really got yourself with that one. That's pretty good. It was good. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this paella day? You're going to call the episode and stop. What? We talk- no! Holy shit. I'm sorry. Ugh. All right, welcome to Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the show where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news, um, and we talk about it. And yeah, this one is from Veg News, um, from Tanya Flink, August eighteenth, twenty twenty one. And this is not the headline. This is my editorial. The cheese wars are heating up, Becky. Ooh, the cheese I love to wars. See it. Are heating up. Wait, do I? I feel like that could be one of two things. Do you plan to fight in the cheese wars? Well. Do you plan to enlist? What? Is it cheese versus cheese or is it big dairy versus uh, non-dairy? I mean, in either case, it's cheese versus cheese. Right. But I would fight in the what? I guess I would fight in them either way. If if we had this kind of clarity of vision in wartime, Mm -hmm. it would be a lot easier. Honestly, I just need to know, are you enlisting in the cheese war or not? I mean, I think I'm kind of a pacifist. I'd probably just like tweet about the cheese wars. So, hey, choosing not to participate, still yeah. a choice. Yeah. That's what I would choose, though. Probably. Yeah. Still not, participating. Not a big fighter. Still participating. I would like definitely not participating. Like text bank and get people to call their senators, though, about the unjust cheese wars. You know? Well, let us know where you stand in the cheese wars. So that we know where the the battle lines are uh, when the when the first shot is fired. But the cheese wars are heating up. No joke. 
These new dairy-free snacking cheese wedges are just like Laughing Cow. Ah! Good Planet Foods beat Baby Bell to the market with its new line of single-serve vegan cheese wedges. Vegan company, Good Planet. That's capital P, capital L, capital A, capital N, lowercase e, capital T, Foods, just released a new line of vegan snacking cheeses in single-serve wedge form. The plant-based company is the first to produce and sell a line of dairy-free snack wedges. Similar to the popular Laughing Cow Sibby Soft Cheeses, Good Planet Vegan cheese wedges are packaged six to a round, individually wrapped for portability and portion control. Available in original pepper jack and smoked Gouda flavors. There's a lot more good stuff to read. I'm not going to um, like ape the whole, like take the whole uh, article. Go give them the click and read it. I'll put the link in the show notes as always. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Mind blown, right? This is more exciting to me than Baby Bell, honestly. In childhood, I did love a Baby Bell. I love that you also had the wax to play with after you ate it. Mm. Bonus. But that Vashkiri cheese is better. Mm. The Laughing Cow cheese. The Laughing Cow cheese is better. It's tart. It's creamier. The um, Baby Bell cheese is like firm and kind of has a pop to it. Mm-hmm. But the Laughing Cow cheese is like creamy. It's almost like a spread consistency. And I used to love having those in my lunches as a kid. I still remember the little red pull tab that you could use to open the foil. And I just love these. And I cannot wait to try them. I'm freaking out. You don't look like you agree. What, what are you talking about? You got your I don't agree face on. <laughs> How do you feel, Dave? How do you feel about it? I'm excited too. You are? Yeah. Woo! Shows what you know. It does. Shows what I know. I am hesitant. Uh, Your comment dismissing Baby Bell. Oh, I'm not dismissing Baby Bell. I love Baby Bell and I'm excited about it. But I'm saying this news to me is even more exciting. I didn't even know this was in the works, first of all. But second of all, this cheese to me is even more nostalgic than Baby Bell because it was a bigger part of my snacking and like, I don't know, like nostalgia food canon for me. I think those Baby Bell pods are one of the coolest things in the food world, just like uh, from an object perspective. You know? Oh, yeah. The packaging on the Baby Bells is amazing. Like more food should be presented like that in its own little like, I don't know. Are those things even like environmentally responsible? Probably not. Am I but digging we- a hole by praising something like that? But I mean, as a child, Right, but is it wax or is cool. it plastic? I guess is my question. Is wax plastic? Well, is wax- gritty grizzy? <laughs> oh yeah, we'd like to issue an apology. No, let's, let's, <laughs> let's do that after this. <laughs> so wax can be plastic, mm-hmm. but there's also like beeswax, which but that's yeah, not vegan, right? Um, but uh, and uh, I think and so. Wax can be a variety okay. of things. I think there's also like plant based waxes. Yeah, okay. there are plant based waxes like carnauba wax or okay. whatever. So it. Depends. And yeah, like I don't want to get into the beeswax um, pitfall, but like if I'm praising Baby Bell cheese as a product in the first place, right? Like it's not through a vegan lens at all. It's more from a Epcot futurism, mm-hmm. like this is how food should be packaged thing. You as know? a child, Baby Bell yeah. was like not just a snack, but like an activity because the peeling yeah. of it at the beginning and then you can play with the wax when you're done yeah. or while you eat it. It's a lot of options. But it's also like you look fancy as fuck when you have Baby Bell. It's true, which is funny because the laughing cow cheese is probably fancier. Yeah, but also like it's in a school lunch. 
Yeah. But also you're on like a picnic date where you're pulling wine out of a, a woven basket. It and is, also baby bells. It is versatile. You know? And it came in that little mesh bag, which is definitely not environmentally friendly, but did also make it feel fancy. Right. And if you check in to a fancy hotel, yeah, chances are you might have a tray of of wine and snacks and baby bell will be on that tray too yeah although laughing cow could be on that tray and it's all right all right i'm not indicting laughing cow you're just saying baby bell's iconic yeah it is i agree with you why does baby bell have to be a loser for laughing cow to be a winner (laughs) they can both win they do both win but But they both lose because they're dairy cheese not anymore right are they wait yeah is laughing cow making it Laughing Cow's not making a vegan cheese. You just said they were. No, it said it's like Laughing Cow. Good planet. Oh, Laughing Cow style. Yeah. Oh, well then I need to try it and decide if it's as good. But if it... I'm really disappointed. I'm off the horse. Everybody, stand down. I think if you were in the cheese wars, you would be that one (laughs) like rookie in the middle of no man's land with a Gatlin gun. Like just firing wildly in a 360 degree arc. (laughs) Everybody's in trouble. Everybody's just waiting for you to run out of bullets before they do the real thing. I did hear exactly what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Let me take a look again and see. It says just like Laughing Cow. Oh, I think I was taking notes so that I would be able to write the blog post later. And I, uh, I guess I... In my head, it was like they teamed up with this company to make a vegan laughing cow. I'm still excited, and I will eat this, and I can't wait. Yeah. Baby Bell does laughing cow cheese. They do? I think. French dairy cow. All right, now I'm just going to read the whole article. No, don't read the whole No, I'm not. I'm just going to read like a paragraph. French dairy company Bell Group is working to develop plant-based versions of its iconic cheese products, including... Red wax encased baby bell cheese rounds and the spreadable foil wrapped laughing cow cheese. Oh, Fromagerie Bell makes the laughing cow cheese. Look at that happy cow. When there's a vegan version, that cow will really be happy. Yeah. Can't wait for that day. But if in the meantime, I'm going to try this Good Planet. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Cool. You know, I think Ben and Jerry's on the non-dairy. They took the cow off of the off of the packaging. They did. They replaced the cow with almonds, I'm pretty sure. They need to put that cow on there. That's the that's the product that the cow wants to be associated with. That cow should be like dressed in like a like a evening gown. Off to the ball. Ben Ben and Jerry Ben Jerry, put that cow back on there. Yeah, that cow is happier than ever yeah. because she's not being exploited. Yeah. She gets to keep that baby. Get that cow. Get that cow back on the packet. <sighs> Now, should we talk about the paella? Sure. So, our kid has been playing another video game where the characters eat all kinds of different foods, and he has been asking me to make those foods. Foods that he's been asking for include risotto, which we are going to make this week, and paella, which we made last week. And... um. So what I kind of did was I used a one-pot paella recipe that I'm not going to link to only because... You'll see. But, (laughs) yeah, uh, and just kind of uh, converted it to Instant Pot because I didn't want to stand over a stove when I didn't have to. Yeah. 
and I made that for the child because the for the family. But I and I love that these games are getting him to branch out. Another game, Pokemon, I think, Pokemon. got him interested in curries. Yeah, I love that video games are getting him to try new foods. I certainly have a much harder time at it than mm-hmm. Pokemon does. So you go, Pokemon. Well, he has access to better ingredients too. He's fresh. He's going all over the world. Yeah, true, true, true. Picking them himself. Mm-hmm. But he's also cooking them like in a campfire. Yeah. So he's less comfortable than you, and there's something to be said for that. It's true. So this was a Spanish paella, which uses bomba, or it uses paella rice, but you could use arborio or like bomba rice. All of those are like short grain kind of fat rices. They cook up really plump. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, what I can only describe as like a slight sliminess that comes with that. Oh, it's mm. like the start. It's like starchiness. It's like a mm. like starchiness. Okay. That's just part of it. I made it with diced tofu and a bunch of veggies in there. I purchased saffron just for this recipe, which was a lot of fun. Saffron makes me feel so fancy. What is that? Saffron is like the stamen, I think, of a flower. I don't know what kind of flower, but it is super expensive. You get Mm. like... It's turning into a bit of a flex. I mean, it's not that you spend a lot for saffron. It's that you spend what you would spend for a regular thing of spices. And you get less. You get like a teaspoon of it. Ah. So like there's just a pinch of saffron in it. But it's also very flavorful spice. Like you don't need a ton of it. You can... That pinch does the job. What does it taste like? And don't say saffron. Kind of like a savory, flowery taste. You know, I don't know. I, it's, I've always, in my head, it's like an expensive, hard-to-find ingredient. So mm. I don't, I kind of avoid it. Mm. But it's actually, you know, they give you so little. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then okay. it only lasts, like the amount that we got. I probably should have used the whole thing in this paella. But the recipe just said a pinch. And I was like, okay. well, then I'll save half so I can make another paella. Sure. Down the road. We, we, we need it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I will say, so I mentioned that it uses um, that short grain rice, but you don't have to use that kind if you're doing like um, like a Mexican or a Cuban paella. They, you can use long grain rice in paella, and that's the kind. Uh, I'm from South Florida, and so the kinds of – I didn't grow up eating Spanish paella. I grew up eating it made with the long grain rice. It's a whole different experience. Mm. It doesn't have that starchy – the texture is just totally different. Mm-hmm. So this was like kind of surprising to me, like that I had to get special rice and then Mm -hmm. dishing it up. It was like not what I expected. Yeah. I think I like the kind I grew up eating more. And I don't know if it's because it's just what I was, what I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. But um, I think next time I'd use long grain rice, I'll I'll set, boop, I'll save the rest of the bomba rice I bought to make risotto. What did you think about this dish? One of my favorite things about yellow rice is that it's slippery. Do you know what I mean? That's how I thought this rice was, slippery. This, this, this rice, I would have put down one of those uh, signs that warns people that has the guy slipping on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very wet. Mm-hmm. It was different than slippery. I think also part of that is that because I was converting from a stovetop, mm-hmm. I didn't cut down the liquid as much as I should have. Gotcha. Part of it, but not all of it. Well. But anyway, I just wanted to, I don't want you to be put off of this kind of rice forever because of possibly user error. Okay. This was a first try. It It was like, 
it started there with wet rice. And there's only really so far you can go when you start from wet rice. Yeah. If I go to a birthday party and the birthday party is in ankle deep water, <laughs> yeah. how much fun are you going to have at that birthday party? You'll sing the song. You'll eat the cake. But your shoes are ruined. Yeah. And everybody's either talking about the ankle deep water or ignoring it. Yeah. Not a good party. This was like that. So I liked the tofu. I thought the tofu was really good. Yeah, it really soaked up the flavor in the Instant Pot. I didn't like the the base the sauce. It's very lemony. Yeah. And Dave famously doesn't like lemon. Yeah, famously doesn't like lemon. Um, but I liked the veggies. I liked the tofu. I liked the idea of rice, but not the rice itself. Yeah, I think I could really jump off of this to a an Instant Pot. Paella. Also, the reason that I did it this way is because I couldn't find a vegan Instant Pot paella recipe, which was shocking to me. If y'all mm. have a good one, I would love to make it. Um, but I think I'm going to try to make my own. And that's the other thing. The paellas I'm used to are like yellow rice because mm-hmm. there's turmeric in them. And this one didn't have that. It's yeah. just a different style of paella that I'm not – wasn't what – I yeah. was used to. The kids never had paella before, and he enjoyed it. He likes lemon, mm. and it was a very lemony, lemony situation. But I could also alter it so the lemon just goes in as a finishing in the bowls, mm-hmm. so that you can have yours not be lemony. That was more like paella <laughs> when I ate it. Yeah. So this was the so-so paella that we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna top that, but it's gonna take some trial and error, I think. Yeah. Hey, they can't all be winners, am I right? You're right about that. They can't all be just bangers. If if everything was a banger, we wouldn't appreciate the bangers. It's true. This is why food bloggers test recipes over and over. Because if I had just put this on my blog, people would hate it. And they'd be right too. Do you want to talk about these chips, Dave? Let's eat something new. Let's eat something new. Let's eat something new. Let's eat something new. Can you do that over the song? Yes, I'll I'll do that. You can audit to me if you need to. I don't know if I have that capability. Ooh, let's eat something new. I want <laughs> you to audit tune that. I don't. Don't keep it in unless you audit tune. Okay, so I'll definitely have to cut that out. Ooh, what you say? Ooh, that it. You're not even. I'm into your, it. Your reaction was like, do not do this. <laughs> I was listening. I got a do not do this look from I d- Becky. So I am not going to do that. So like the ice cream that we tried last week, this week's uh, food, yep, is chips that we got at the beach and forgot to talk about. And here we are. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. This is the latest stop on a on a rail line that was started during the pandemic. During quarantine, when we got all chippy out of nowhere. We eat chips a lot, y'all. Yeah. Did it start with the sweet chili Doritos and ruffles? I think it started, sweet chili Doritos were always kind of at, ooh, let's be bad, and now we can be. That was before the pandemic. Yeah. But our reliance on like salty ruffles and Lay's style chips and all those variant Takis and all that stuff, that was like peak pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And so, 
now that it is something that we get now when we're packing for the beach and packing for like special trips and stuff like that, we want to splash out and get like chips as part of it, which is something that's new to our flow. Yeah. Especially at the beach when you to go back to the room and make a sandwich and then have fun chips on the side. Mm -hmm. It just that feels like peak beach vacation to Mm -hmm. me. Agree. Yeah. So we got these at the teat, just like we got the kind cherry cashew. And we did we tear into them just right away? No, 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 no. We weren't animals. But also we've been on a pickle sauce during the pandemic too. So this was kind of two yeah. paths colliding. Totally. Emerging. Yeah. We so. have really gotten into pickles. Dave is starting that pickle garden. I don't know if I'm going to do that. What? But my mom sent seeds so that we can make cornichon. Nice I know. And I'll, I'll plant those. I just don't. Like, I can do that and not have a pickle garden. I guess so. I planted tomatoes. You could pickle tomatoes. Yeah, but I also want to eat tomatoes. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. So we got these chips. We're like this all the time. <laughs> it's true. So we got these chips. Yeah. We opened them. We opened them up. We ate them right away. No, we didn't eat them right away. We made lunch. Yeah, we made And they lunch were a part of that lunch. That day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we walked in the door. Like, we didn't open them in the car, which is a thing that people do. We didn't open them in the store, which is a thing that people do. Animals. <laughs> like, well, like, wait till you get home. If you want to buy a snack at the grocery store since you're there and a drink and then eat those in the car, like, I'm not talking about that. I was about to say, I do that when I right. go to the farmer. When I went to Buford Highway Farmer's Market, I got myself a sweet red bean mochi and I ate the whole thing in the car. Yeah. And then I had a stomach ache. Yeah. But it was so good. I'm like, I'm saying do that, but don't like open the bag of chips, open the jar of whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just wait till you get home. I'm like going to agree to disagree on this because I am not opposed to opening the bag of chips in the car. Would you open a loaf of bread in the car? Oh, look at that face. I don't like bread. Why would I open a loaf no, of bread? be objective. Yes, then yes. If I was like, oh, I want to eat this bread, sure. You would open the bread in the car? Yeah, for sure. What if you spilled the bread? What if you spilled the chips? I don't know. Live on the edge. Don't spill the chips. A car moves around a lot. I don't know. I would. I would do it. Do you want to share your thoughts on these what? chips? They're fucking great. They're fucking great. They give you a stomach ache though, didn't they? Because I ate 5 million of them. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> they were great. I couldn't stop eating them. Yeah. They were light. They were crispy. Mm-hmm. They were pickly. They were a little bit sweeter than like a dill pickle would be, but not sweet. Yeah, they weren't overly sweet, but yeah. they did have a little bit of a sweetness. Not too. super salty. Okay. Okay, you disagree on that, apparently? No, I'm just thinking. I'm listening to you. Okay. So what do you think? So I enjoyed them. I thought that the the dilly vinegar flavor was on the light side. I prefer like a punch of vinegar. Like I like a salt and vinegar chip that you open the bag and you're like, ooh, vinegar. You want full dill. I want full dill. Yeah, these are kind of a light vinegar flavor, which... Seems it makes sense that you would like them because for you, that's a full salt and vinegar chip is like too vinegary. Hmm. I mean, you've said in the past, seems like a criticism. It's not a criticism. Look, there's something for everyone. I enjoyed these, I would eat them again. I just, uh, for me, they were not quite as like flavorful as I would want. The packaging on these is like something out of 1960. Delightful. I love that about Uts. Yeah. These even feel more classic than 
the typical Uts chips too. The ripples. Yeah, the fonts on it and stuff. Yeah. It's like a big white bag with like some green trim on it. Super yeah. like generic chip bag in a movie in a, that takes place at a grocery store. Yeah, it definitely has a vintage feel, the packaging. You know, you would never know that you had these notes on it because you were just a conveyor belt of Uts chips <laughs> into your mouth for the entirety of our vacation. I like chips. We got a second bag. We did? Yeah. Well, I like chips. Yeah. I like chips on a sandwich, and these were really good in a sandwich. Yeah. Although, same thing, if they'd been more vinegary, they would have been even better in a sandwich. Yeah. I'm not saying they're bad chips. I'm saying... That, that, that they there are better chips out there. Yeah, like Lay's does a dill pickle chip. It's not ruffled. At least the one I had isn't ruffled. And that, to me, was perfect. It was mm-hmm. like, boom, pow, vinegar, dill. Mm. Very strong. Fl- I love a strong flavor. Yeah. That's all. And you, you want them to go full dill. Yeah, full dill. This was like a half dill. Half sour. Mm. Nothing more disappointing than a half dill. <laughs> it's true. Such a letdown. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. No, what? We've got a whole other segment. Also, what do you, I know. What do you give it on a on a scale of one to five, one to ten slippery rices? I give it like six, six slippery rices. I really wanted more vinegar. I feel like both things can exist. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad, but personally, if I had these or like a one like a Lay's next to each other i'd grab the lace more flavor right but that's like saying if we're reviewing vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. and you being like i wish it was french vanilla no like, I that's disagree. a different flavor i disagree they call it they call themselves fried dill pickle chips we don't talk about the fried part very much maybe fried is why they're less vinegary because of the batter yeah blanding things up yeah Maybe. I guess I just kind of... Ch- Can you get him on the phone? Yeah. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello? Hi. Is this Mr. Utz? This is Bob Utz. Oh, can I call you Bob? No. Mr. Utz. Yes. How, how are you doing today, Mr. I'm Utz? I'm fine. I'm very busy. It's Saturday. Oh. I'm trying to spend time with my family. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Utz, I had a quick question. Who are, who are you? Oh, hi. I'm Becky Streepy from the Talkin' Tofu podcast. What's that? Oh, we'll talk about that later, Mr. Utz. How I many just- listeners do you have? Quickly, I'm very busy. Hey, Mr. Utz, so I just have a quick question for you about um, your fried dill pickle potato chips. Yes, the ones with less vinegar? Yes, yes. I was wondering, what was your like reasoning behind that decision to have them be less flavorful than like other dill pickle chips on the market? Have you had a fried dill pickle? Did you read that part of the bag? I did. And I, I can't be held responsible if you didn't read the whole bag. I did. I did. Okay. All right. So can you, can you elaborate on that a little a bit? fried pickle is less vinegary. Get out of the pool. I have to go. Click. Okay, well, so that answers that question. Answered, yeah. Yeah, all right. Couldn't be clear. It's weird that you had his number. Is there something I should know about? Hey, Dave, on a scale of one to ten slippery rices, how about you? It's a fucking ten. Well, it's a ten. ten. This was a great, great chip. This was, you know, if I had a stomachache, it's not the stomachache that I get from eating a conservative amount of chips. The stomachache was from overindulgence on chips. And that means it was a good chip or you were really hungry or both. Yeah. That's not an indictment on the chip. Yeah, no. no. At all. And it's actually the opposite because I went all in on those chips. I ate myself silly. You did. Yeah. 
Great chip. Great chip. Wish I had gotten a chance to talk to Bob Utz. Yeah. Gosh, I wish I could have put you there on the There wasn't a phone. lot of air in the room, really. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys were both filling up all the space. Well, he was yelling at me a little he bit. He was outside. Oh. oh. It sounded like. <laughs> hey, Dave. family time. You want to have a snack? <laughs> you're still, you're going to keep doing it? I am. That is what it is. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, loyal toeheads may remember this. It's actually not a snack. We're calling this drink a snack because it's a special drink. A drink drink is a snack. A drink is a special snack sometimes. And in this case... I had a snack when I had this Coke. Yeah, that's true because you ate all that sugar. Oh, my God. And... um, Backhanded. No, I was a... That was a front-handed agreeing Ah. with you. My, when we called my sister, she mentioned this Fever Tree Pink Grapefruit as an awesome grapefruit soda. And so I got some. Fever Tree, at least to me, I knew them for their tonic waters and um, hadn't really thought about the other flavors. They have a great tonic water, though. Anyway, I got this, and I've actually had it before, so I don't want to talk too much about it before I open it. So let's just open it. And Dave, do you want the first sip? Yeah, I want the first sip. Oh, good capture. Thank you. All right. And then you'll drink after me? Yeah, I'll drink after you. Should I take like a glug or should I take a little... Take a few sips. I've had it, so I can, we can talk, Hold you know, on. before I have my sips. Let me clean my palate out a little bit. Okay. Because I got Coke. Yeah, you want to wash Wine the Coke. my gums. <sighs> okay. Palate is clean. I'm sanitizing my hands. <laughs> I took a shower last night after a piss and shit. <laughs> oh, you can have a rest. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to have some now because it's been a minute. Is that how it's supposed to taste? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that real? Is it real? Yeah. Red grapefruit is the second ingredient. Okay. Pink grapefruit is the fourth ingredient. Is it expired? No. I'm looking to see if it has quinine in it. It does. It tastes like it, but I don't see it on the ingredients. Uh. Oh. I do not see quinine in the ingredients, but it does taste... It tastes like grapefruit tonic water. Dave is making quite a face. It's not good. It's really not good. Oh, I love it. It's like... It's like bad bitter. It's like the taste that alerts your body that you're going to get sick. Really? Yeah. Gosh, I really enjoy this. It's like tonicky and like sour, and it does have a little bitterness. Oh, I love this drink. There's good in there. Yeah. Like I, there's behind all that. There's good grapefruit in there. It's like what uh, Luke must have seen in Darth Vader. But it's like there's so much work to get there. And the way through there is not fun. Ugh. Honestly shocked that there isn't quinine in here. It tastes like there is. It's, That's what's if you, quinine is the thing that makes tonic water taste like tonic water. There is sodium bicarbonate, which I think is what gives it that kind of softness. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I love this. At my sister's house, we rimmed a glass with lime juice and then tahine spices mm-hmm. and then Put this and this with lime and tahini, y'all. 
do it. It's so good. Wow. We, I mean, Dave and I disagree on foods often, but this is like a big disagreement. I love this. And you are looking at it like it has harmed you. It's, I like sparkle drinks and I like grapefruit. And so I'm upset that I don't like this. I should like this. This should be like the apex. Yeah. But it's not. Maybe that's making it even more disappointing, but it's just repulsive. Yeah. It's actively bad. Hey, speaking of grapefruit letdowns, I have something to say. I've been drinking the Spindrift grapefruit, as you all probably know. I ha- it's my special drink. We buy it by mm-hmm, the case. Mm-hmm. There's tons of them in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. A bit of a flex. It's not as good as to me as it once was. Do you think? I looked at the ingredients, and the majority of the juice in it is orange with like a little bit of grapefruit, and I think like lemon or lime or something, mm. and. I can Is that taste different? No. But I can taste the orange more now and I don't like it as much. Maybe you're getting more a more nuanced palate. Maybe I Maybe don't... you're the change. Maybe. That's okay. That's growth. Yeah, I mean you your palate change. changes yeah. as you every seven years. Every seven years. Maybe I'm on year seven. Yeah. Well, I mean I don't think Anyway, I think <laughs> I don't think your body yeah. <laughs> day one or the last day of year seven is like all right everybody shut it down setting all a, new a, foods. i'm gonna set an alarm for seven years from now so i'll know to reassess my spindrift situation yeah. once again so i think i think the pineapple might be my favorite spindrift now wow and i wow. do like the lime the lime spindrift is top notch pineapple and lime i feel like they can't scale to the the frequent usage that the grapefruit scaled to like they're great, but they're like they are truly special drinks, occasion drinks, hmm. defining occasional. Yeah, you know. And I like that blackberry lemon. That's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm gonna branch out on the spindrifts after we finish. I mean, I'm gonna. There, it's not bad. It still tastes good. I'm gonna still drink the ones in the house, but I think after that, I'm gonna branch out. I wonder Some if new. there's somebody that we know. Who knows about seltzer that we could maybe branch out, branch you out in in consultation with as an episode of the podcast. Oh, get an expert. Well, I don't know. You know, if we knew somebody. A, a who, witch, perhaps. Who was seltzer adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Something to think the about. The witch part was a strange thing to say. but You think? Uh, I well, think it was not. At all. <laughs> Just instantly going to like, if there were some sort of witch. Some sort of witch who knows a lot about seltzer. Right. Like, some I'd, sort of I'd, a seltzer witch. Well, okay. Just <laughs> a very fine point. On it. Just yeah. draw a circle around. I was trying to help yeah. you. I was trying okay, to help thanks. you out. I was like, yeah. is he not? Is he not with no, me? I got it. Oh, I you just, got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to help. Just being a helper over here. Say you, you like. Mr. Rogers says, look for the helpers. And so I try to be that. Yeah. I was like, Walking us down the hallway to that door, and you just like teleported us right to it. Yeah, I like and it. then like pointed at the door and said, "The door, the door." <laughs> you know those stairs in the back of your mind. <laughs> it's an AP Bio joke. <laughs> it's an AP Bio joke again, a joke just for Dave. So, should we rate this also? No, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I introduced it. I <laughs> love it so sat much. In our fridge for so long. Amanda, can you believe Dave's thoughts on this? Get at me. I'm sorry. 
Well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Your ratings and reviews really help us out, and we just love to read them, especially when they are five stars. We will definitely read yours on the pod. I'm not even going to mince words about it. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. I feel like people are going to be mean to me about the way I feel about the grapefruit drink. Yeah, they might. They might. You might get dragged, but you never know. I just like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. It's okay. Same. Okay. Anyway, I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media and you can find my recipes, but not that paella just yet, at glueandglitter.com. That's A-N-D, right? Glueandglitter.com. Correct. It is a food blog despite the sound of the name. Yeah. I'm line leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode, you want to drag me or Dave for our opinions, write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. I feel like you get off scot-free on your food opinions. I do. And it's weird. Somebody drag me. I'm wrong sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody hurt me. (laughs) I want to get dragged. her. (laughs) I'll be the shield. Thanks, honey. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me 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 me. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.